All right, we're just going to take our Bibles tonight. We're going to go to Matthew chapter number 12. Uh, and also, if you'll find uh, the book of Leviticus, uh, we'll be over there uh, in your Old Testament. And who knows where we're going to be. We'll be in the Gospels. Levit- Leviticus 23 is where we'll be. All right, I'm going to have uh, a gentleman here in the front grab those. If anyone wants the help, there's three uh, things that we'll hand out. One's a li- uh, big, longer one than two letter size things. Uh, and, uh, and so those are some graphs to follow along. And as I mentioned uh, earlier, uh, I printed off uh, from that's a, um, Judaism versus Christianity.com Passover dates. And I referenced this morning in the message that the Passover dates, the calendar and the Jewish calendar go all the way back, of course, obviously to Leviticus 23 uh, and, uh, and then forward. We know when the Passover uh, date is every year. Um, just like, you know, your birthday doesn't fall on the same day of the week every year. You know, it, it just moves. Uh, same thing from, you know, the Gregorian calendar, the Jewish calendar, uh, the dates move. Uh, and, uh, and you will get a window of dates between 26 and 34 A.D. of when the Passover was. And the Passover is always uh, on the 14th day of Nisan, all right? So uh, that'll be significant as we go through. And uh, this window of dates between 26 and 34 A.D. Uh, are important uh, because that would be uh, the windows of days uh, to where, um, how, how old was our, our Lord um, around roundabout when he was crucified? All right. And so in order for him, uh, the biblical account of that age of his earthly ministry, uh, and um, you'll see I've got uh, on the left side of the margin on that Passover date 1, 6 B.C., 4 B.C., 2 B.C., um, there was Herod. Remember, of course, Jesus uh, uh, was born and you had Herod want to kill uh, all of the children. Uh, and so the, he died uh, somewhere in those dates. And so in order for the death of Herod uh, and the length of Jesus' earthly ministry to all fit the biblical narrative, um, these are the only dates uh, between 26 and 34 A.D. Uh, that we have, to, we have to deal with. Anything before that, anything after that, um, it's just, uh, we don't even have to look at it because it wouldn't fit. Jesus would have been too young or too old uh, to fit the biblical account. So I printed this for you, and I'm going to show you why it's important here as we uh, go along. But in Matthew, uh, in chapter number 12, uh, we're going to look at uh, just a passage of Scripture there. Let me move some things around here. And, uh, and as I mentioned, uh, the other one, this one, uh, is something that a pastor friend had posted on the internet today, uh, and it looks great, uh, and, uh, and it, fits, uh, it fits kind of both, almost like the, the Catholic version of it with Good Friday, uh, as well as um, uh, some other things. Uh, but uh, I'll show you, um, well, let me do that just right now. So take a look at this before I read our text, because I'll get it out of the way. If you look at this graph, he has the 14th of Nisan, the Passover day being a Thursday. Everybody see that? All right. So if you look at the other graph that I gave you, um, the only time that Nisan the 14th fell on a Thursday within that window was in 34 A.D. All right. So 34 A.D. would have been too late uh, with the death of, of Herod and the birth of Christ 
for it to fit the biblical account. So Thursday, Passover, uh, in 34 AD, um, wouldn't work. And so it couldn't have happened on that Thursday. Is everybody with me? Uh, and, uh, and there's another reason, uh, because <clears throat> uh, on his graph he has Thursday. Uh, and so Friday, or Nisan the 15th, is always a high holy day. It's a Passover. All right? So there would have been a Passover, and on his graph, he doesn't even list the 15th as a Passover, a high holy day. Um, and then, he has the Saturday, then you have the Saturday Sabbath uh, as well. And why it doesn't fit the accounts is because the Bible says between the Sabbaths, Mary uh, and them went to anoint Jesus. So you'll see on my graph and how it fits to where the Friday is a day between the Sabbaths. All right? So, so he doesn't even list um, the 15th of Nisan as a Sabbath day, and so it just doesn't fit the three days and three nights, um, both because the Thursday um, Sabbath doesn't fit the time frame. It's too late, uh, and it's the only... Uh, and if you look at that, I've got some things circled, all right? Uh, I've got Wednesday, April the 28th uh, in 28 A.D., and I have Wednesday the 25th of 31 A.D., all right? I personally believe that Jesus was crucified uh, and, uh, in 31 A.D., because that fits uh, all the biblical accounts and allots for a Passover, uh, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the, and all the Sabbath days in there, and all the stuff we're going to read in the Gospels. Okay, So I'm, I'm only pointing this out, not to flex on my friend, because he knows, he, knows I'm not, he doesn't know I'm doing this. All right, and, um, But uh, there are all kinds of these graphs. Uh, and why it's important um, is the Bible has it all in there, and you can actually calculate everything from the, from the gospel accounts in the Bible. It's also important uh, because I just have an absolute 100% aversion to any Catholic doctrine. And, uh, and so um, we're not Catholics. Uh, in fact, if, if I was around during Martin Luther's time, I would have posted my graph on the wall uh, with his 95 thesis, uh, and, uh, you know, because it just... Um, you know, the practices that Catholicism does in regards to uh, the, the week and all, everything leading up to that Lent and, and all of that. There's just a lot of Catholic doctrine that's not in the Bible. Purgatory is not in there. There's just a lot of stuff. Uh, but um, we don't celebrate Good Friday uh, because that doesn't fit the biblical uh, account. Someone asked us, uh, or the gypsies were wanting to rent the building for Easter. I said, no, we're busy and whatever. They said, well, how can, can we have it for Good Friday? Uh, and I said, no. And, well, like, well, why not? You don't have church then. I said, and I don't want you to have church then either. Uh, because, uh, because Good Friday, um, you can't get three days and three nights <laughs> from Friday uh, till, till Easter Sunday morning. And so if you, you know, I know math is hard, uh, but, uh, you know, um, it's three days. It's not two days plus two nights. It's not three days and three nights. All right. No matter how you cut it, even with new math today, if you're a teacher, you've got to teach all the new math in school. They won't even get that with new math. All right. So um, we're going to read in Matthew chapter number uh, 28. Uh, look at verse number 38. The Bible says, Then certain of the scribes and the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. And there shall no sign be given it uh, but the sign of the prophet Jonas. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. 
So here we have, uh, they're asking for a sign. He gives a sign. There's no sign that be given except for uh, three days and three nights. Uh, uh, so we have uh, Jonah uh, in the whale in that, that account there. Uh, what Jesus talked about in the New Testament about uh, the temple being destroyed in three days and three nights. Uh, so he's in the grave three days, three nights. Uh, and uh, during those times, not to get into that, I mentioned this morning, the Bible says that he de- before he ascended, he descended. Uh, it, the Bible talks about in Isaiah that he's leading captivity captive. Uh, in the Old Testament, um, prior to the crucifixion, the resurrection, um, when you think of Luke 16, you have Sheol, which is hell. There was a paradise side. Uh, and a tormenting side. Remember, uh, as he's looking over, he could see. Uh, and, uh, and when the Bible says, hell hath enlarged herself, uh, in the Old Testament scriptures, after the, uh, the uh, crucifixion and the ascension, uh, I believe what that means is, um, he, Jesus, uh, in the grave, descended, took all the Old Testament saints, led captivity captive, uh, and took them uh, to, they were in heaven, Sheol, uh, and, uh, and it took them from there. The hell side of, of Hades, Sheol, consumed the paradise side. So now we have hell, we have heaven, uh, and, uh, and, and then he ascended, of course, uh, and up from the grave he arose, all of that. So there was a lot of spiritual battles and warfare and things going on uh, in those three days and three nights uh, in the belly of the earth. So three days, three nights, not two days, not two nights. Um, the Bible is clear. So they asked for a sign. This is the sign that God gave, uh, and we see that uh, in, in the biblical uh, accounts. Now, if you take your big graph uh, or chart or whatever you would call that, and uh, there's a lot of information uh, that is on it, and, uh, and I've got all this stuff here, and I really want to focus in, uh, especially for those uh, who are new to uh, our church and new to this information, uh, the uh, the timeline of these events. I don't even have, I've got all my messy ones. So let me go grab, actually I'll just use this one. Um, so uh, let, let me grab it. It's just so big. It's going to take up the whole thing. <coughs> and um, I can't remember actually who helped me with this uh, years ago and I preached it and they kind of worked on it. And so at the top of it, it says all days of the week, use correspond to 8031. And we have that uh, website information that was on there. I printed it for you so that you can see. All right. So we know if the Lord doesn't come back and it's 20, you know, 2095, um, we'll, able, we'll be able to know, you can calculate out when uh, the Passover day is in 2095. Uh, it's always the 14th day uh, of, of Nisan. Where do we get that from? Leviticus 23, if you'll turn there, or you can look on your chart, uh, it is right here as well. So the Passover was instituted by God. We know um, the story of Moses and children of Israel uh, and the Passover lamb, and they put the, uh, the blood over, uh, and we sing that, uh, and I will pass, I will pass over you. And so the death angel came through, uh, and when they saw uh, the blood over the door of the Jewish homes uh, in Egypt, um, and all the firstborn of Egypt were, were killed, and God, of course, spared all those who had applied the blood. All kinds of symbolism uh, and typology uh, about the blood of Jesus Christ, our Passover lamb. And they began to, at that point, Israel in history, uh, to celebrate uh, the Passover. Later on then, when the book of Leviticus was given, Levitical law, 
uh, it, was, um, it was kind of written in, uh, of course, obviously from God, uh, and he had uh, a feast uh, that surrounded the Passover, uh, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And so every year, Jewish people celebrate around Passover this set of feasts, uh, and uh, there are um, different days of that. It's really an eight-day feast, uh, and there are several days that are actual Sabbath days. All right. Now, we're Christians. We don't, uh, we don't keep the Sabbath. We have a Sunday Sabbath, if you will. It's the Lord's Day. Uh, and um, it's not, by the way, it's not a sin for you to mow your grass, uh, you know, or go shopping or whatever on a Sunday. Um, you're not Jewish. We're not Sabbath day keepers. We're not Seventh day Adventists. All right. We, um, um, the, Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. And so we worship God on the first day of the week. Uh, the Christian church does. I'll use Christian um, uh, loosely, uh, but we celebrate the Lord's Day the first day of the week, and we see that in the Bible. But look what it says in verse number 5 of Leviticus 23. It says, In the 14th day of the first month at even is the Lord's Passover. Uh, so the first month uh, of the year, the month of Nisan, uh, in the Jewish calendar. So, um, again, I, I want to focus on this aspect of it and not the other part, but there's a Hebrew calendar, there's a Gregorian calendar, uh, and uh, so um, they have different, ours is January, uh, so theirs uh, starts, it's a different, uh, different day. So it's the 14th day of the first month, for them it's the month of Nisan. So every, the 14th day of every first month in the Hebrew calendar, every single year from Leviticus, uh, to, uh, to where the law was given, and Moses gives this to uh, the children of Israel. The 14th of the first month, every year from now until the Lord comes back, uh, is, the, is the Passovers to be celebrated on that day. All right, everybody with me? All right, so the 14th day of the first month at even is the Lord's Passover, and on the 15th day of that same month is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So you've got the 14th day is the Passover, and then on the 15th, you have the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So it's a seven-day feast. The first day of it and the last day of it are Sabbath days. All right? So that's why I say Passover day, then seven days of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Fourteenth, then the fifteenth uh, is um, um, what that is. Seven days you must eat unleavened, uh, unleavened bread. In the first day you shall have a holy, converse, uh, a holy convocation. That's a Sabbath. You shall do no servile work therein, but you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord seven days. And the seventh day is in holy convocation. You shall do no servile work therein. So every 14th day of the first month on the Hebrew calendar, always the Passover. The 15th, always a Sabbath day. It's a high holy day. The first day of the Feast of Unleavened Breads. Seven days, the seventh day of that feast is also a Sabbath day. All right, no servile work done in there. This is the key uh, to understanding the three days and three nights in the Bible, uh, because um, the most Christian, uh, again, general Christian, Protestant churches, Catholic churches, um, when they think of Easter week and the Sabbath, they only think of the Saturday Sabbath. So they think Jesus had to be in the tomb before sundown on Friday for the, for the Saturday Sabbath. Um, but again, you can't get three days and three nights. So the first mistake that is made is they're not accounting for history and the facts of Scripture in knowing that you know, we know the Passover uh, was part of Easter week. All right, 
and we know which day that was. And so since we know which day that was, we can reverse engineer uh, in the Gospels um, um, some of it, and we can go from there uh, and, and go forward uh, as well. And so that was where these verses down here in this corner, uh, or the bottom of it, uh, come into account. And what those are are all the Gospel references of, of the crucifixion week, uh, the preparation before the Passover with his disciples, uh, and um, uh, him coming into um, coming into Jerusalem, uh, and, uh, and another example, he came into Jerusalem, and when they when he did that, he came on he came in on a donkey, uh, and they laid palms. That's why they say it's Palm Sunday. But the reason they came from Mount Olivet and in and only traveled that far was because what kind of a day was it? It was a Sabbath day, and uh, and so Sunday is not a Sabbath day. Uh, so if all you got to go is like, well, okay, we practice Palm Sunday when Jesus came into uh, Jerusalem, and we know it was a Sabbath because we read that in the Bible, Sunday is not a Sabbath day. Uh, and so we've got the, the timeline and the days uh, in that, uh, and that's not correct. So to understand the Easter week timeline, we have to consider the context uh, of time uh, and the calendars. Does everything fit? Um, from the gospel accounts of everything to Herod, uh, his death, 4 B.C., 2 B.C., somewhere around there. we got to factor in the two years of, uh, of, of Jesus and his family hiding uh, in, uh, in Egypt. Uh, you can also look at the ministry of John the Baptist, his birth. How much uh, older was he okay, uh, than the Lord Jesus Christ? And so we know... We know gestation periods and all the kind of stuff. We don't have to get into all of that. Uh, but you can, there's, again, you can just do uh, the math, uh, and, uh, and we understand the context because of the approximate age of, of Jesus when he started his ministry and when he was crucified. All of Christianity agrees, 33, 33 and a half years of age when he was crucified. So we think of all those things in context when I'm trying to figure out when was the Lord crucified. Uh, and, and again, um, you know, all of Christendom, uh, Protestant, Catholics, or whatever, I'm thankful. Sunday, Resurrection Day, we celebrate uh, a risen Savior. All right? And so many people, including independent Baptists, just like me, um, have a problem um, with people like me who just say, this is what the Bible teaches. And you can understand, you can know it. The Bible is, um, is awesome that way. Uh, and, uh, and we just, for us to say it doesn't really matter means that we condone or tolerate or whatever or accept the universal church's timeline of Good Friday and, you know, and uh, Palm, Palm Sunday and all the different things. And we just don't. And, uh, and there was probably, um, you know, some independent Baptist preacher uh, you know, in, they weren't Baptists, okay? Maybe they were a Paulician or a Waldensian or an Albigensian, whatever the timeline comes into, uh, where the Catholic Church, by the way, wasn't until 300 AD in Constantine and all the different stuff. Um, the Universal Church and the Catholic Church and all those beginning. And many of them, in fact, I even have uh, down in the bottom left corner, uh, when, the Rath- when the Roman Catholic Church began to celebrate uh, Easter in, in the 7th century. 
uh, and um, in uh, Greek, the Greek Orthodox Church began celebrating Good Friday in the fourth century. Uh, so these, you know, timelines, Catholic timelines, didn't even start for a long, long, long time afterwards. And so there were probably some Albigensians, Paulicians, whatever, Waldensians, uh, and uh, Anabaptists. Uh, we, got, we got our name Baptist from the Catholics. We're, we're rebaptizers, all right? So as I talked about this morning, oh, rebaptizing, it's like, you know, that's, we're not Baptists because John, it was John the Baptist or John the Baptizer. Um, we're, we, we are Baptists uh, because that was a name that was given to us because we, just, we would just redunk all the Catholics. And, uh, and so, uh, that, so we were Anabaptists, the rebaptizers, and it just stuck. And, uh, and so, and by the way, I'm more thankful for that account in history than I am. I mean, you know, I like it, Baptist. I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, it wasn't John the Methodist, and it wasn't John the Presbyterian. It was John the Baptist, and I'm Baptist. Uh, I was Baptist born, and I'm Baptist bred, and when, I'm, when I die, I'll be Baptist dead. Okay, uh, it's great for a fellowship meeting, but it's not biblical, <laughs> all right? Uh, we're not Baptists. In fact, we, we, don't tra- we don't even trace our lineage back to John the Baptist. Jesus started the church and said the gates of hell will not. So, so I, uh, we trace our lineage back, apostolic succession to Jesus and him, not John the Baptist. Uh, what happened to John the Baptist's converts? Uh, and, uh, and so... Um, um, I love John the Baptist. The Bible says there's no greater man than John the Baptist, uh, earthly speaking. Uh, and so that's true. I love the Apostle Paul, of course, Jesus uh, himself, uh, but you're not a Baptist because of John the Baptist. Uh, so um, looking at um, the context, looking at the calendar, the Gregorian, the Hebrew calendars, um, the Passover, always again on uh, Nisan the 14th, in uh, only two times uh, in, um, in history, in the window where Jesus could have been crucified at 33, 33 and a half years of age, um, there's only two times in those fall on Wednesdays. Uh, and, uh, and that is on your, um, this graph right there that we pointed out, 28 AD, 31 AD. I go with 31 AD because that makes more sense with the death of Herod and the age of Christ. So uh, remember, we got like, B.C. and A.D., and I've never really been able to get a grip on, like, you know, I think of B.C. as before Christ, uh, and uh, that's how we look at it, but it's just kind of weird in there uh, in how it's all calculated, and so um, Herod uh, was, um, he died 4 B.C., 2 B.C., and then you have, you know, you have A.D. kind of going in there, obviously, uh, with Christians and and Christ and his life uh, had that all figured. Then we have to consider... Hebrew thought uh, and, uh, and he, how they would write and their thought culture and, and often, you know, how they read. They read from right to left and back to front. And, uh, and, and um, there's sometimes in Scripture there's not, you know, sequence like what we would think. Uh, and, uh, and so when you read Genesis accounts uh, and, um, and, and stuff, we can get mixed up because we think, we think a certain way as uh, Westerners. Uh, and in an Asiatic type of, of a culture in their writing uh, and stuff uh, is different. If you were ever to pick up, you know, you're looking like you can read, you know, what Aramaic or, you know, whatever uh, uh, Arabic uh, and you re- pick up a Quran or whatever. And if you start in the front, you're, you're, you're already looking like an idiot. 
all right, because uh, they, they read different uh, than what we read. So um, evening and morning were the first day. We read that in, in Genesis. So they look at, we look at day and night. Um, Hebrews look at evening and morning uh, as days. So their days went from 6 p.m. to 6, to 6 a.m. And, uh, and so um, we see that pattern throughout the Bible, and we can count that out on our days and charts. Because we say we have three days and three nights, because we read it in English, uh, and, uh, and we think of days and nights the way that we do. Uh, but, but on our graph, it's, it's really nights and days. Because when he, he went in, um, with their days, start at 6 p.m., all right? So, so we think night one, day one, but they're thinking day one, night one. Is everybody with me? Uh, because of how they would read uh, time uh, in evening and morning. Then we consider the customs, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. All that has to be in there. Uh, and, uh, but then uh, we look at um, other things. On your, on your graph, you've got some of this as well about Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James. It says this in Luke 23, verses 55 and 56. And the women also which came with him from Galilee followed after and beheld the sepulcher and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments and rested the Sabbath day according to the commandment. Mark 16, 1 says this, And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and, and uh, Salome had brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. The reason that all fits is because there was a Sabbath on the 15th of Nisan. And there was a Saturday Sabbath. And so all this business was going on on Friday. All right. And uh, Walmart was closed uh, on the Sabbath. Uh, you, couldn't go get, you couldn't go to Trader Joe's and get spices. Uh, you know, because all, everything was shut down, uh, but not Friday. Uh, and so between those Sabbaths uh, is when they, uh, when they did that. So the scriptures are sufficient. It's three days and three nights, not two and two. Uh, and again, the crucifixion, my opinion, and the opinion of science uh, in stars and calendars and dates and Jewish history. Um, um, I believe it's uh, Gregorian calendar, 31 AD, Wednesday, April the 25th, um, in the grave uh, by 6 p.m. sundown on the, on the holy day of convocation on Nisan the 15th. All right, everybody's, I don't see any smoke coming on anybody's ears yet. Uh, so I think we're good. So let's look at the gospel uh, accounts of this uh, in Scripture. And so we can go uh, and start on, uh, back up here. Well, I'll just follow uh, your graph as well and not my notes. i got a pile of them. Uh, in John uh, 12 and 1, um, it says Jesus travels to Bethany, and the Scripture uh, says uh, that it was um, six days before the Passover. Again, we look at the calendar, the Jewish calendar, and uh, to figure out uh, those days. Uh, and there we go. Found it. So that was Friday, Nisan the 9th, six days before a Passover of the 14th uh, and uh, of Nisan when you think of how the days go. And on that day, he, tra- he traveled to Bethany. That was the last, last half of his journey. Then in John chapter number 12, In verses 12 and 13, the Bible says, on the next day. Um, So we know that's the what? The next day, (laughs) right? Uh, Again, we've got to look at the Bible accounts, the gospel accounts. We put them all together. It's the synoptic gospel. 
Um, it all ties together. We have, it's the only way for it all to fit. You get into one gospel account and you try to figure it all out, um, it, uh, you might have trouble. So on the next day, verse 12, John chapter number 12, much people were there, uh, came to the feast when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches uh, of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna. Uh, and uh, this was uh, a, a Palm Saturday, the Jewish seventh day Sabbath. Uh, and Jesus entered into Jerusalem, Mark eleven eleven. And Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he had looked round about upon all things, now eventide was come, he went out unto Bethany with the twelve. So we have Jesus' triumphal entry uh, into Jerusalem on the Jewish seventh-day Sabbath, uh, which is a Saturday, not a Sunday. So, we, so if we're to celebrate Palm anything, uh, it's Palm Saturday. Uh, palm Sunday is a face palm. Uh, and some of you get that here uh, in a minute. So, um, and then it says in Mark 11, verses 12 and 13, and on the morrow, so we went from Saturday, and it says on the morrow, which will be what day? The next day, the Sunday, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry and seen a fig tree um, off having leaves, he came. Uh, verse 15 of Mark 11, they came to Jerusalem. Jesus went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold and bought uh, in the temple. Uh, he, verse 19, um, and when even was come, he went out of the city. So on Sunday, Nisan the 11th, we have the cursing of the fig tree, the cleansing of the temple, turning over the tables, uh, you turn it into a den of thieves. Uh, he, Jesus wasn't having it, whipping, throwing stuff. Uh, and, uh, and he cleanses uh, the temple that day. And it says, and when even was come, he went out of the city. Uh, and, uh, and that was on the 11th. Uh, and so Mark 11, verse 20, uh, and you got those references there. Can you follow those references and see those? I'm not looking at it right now. But uh, it says, and in the morning they passed by and saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Um, Mark eleven twenty seven. it says, And they came again to Jerusalem, and it's late in the day. Um, it says, Jesus went out to the Mount of Olives, Matthew 24, verse 1 and verse 3. Uh, and it says, Ye know that after two days is the feast of the Passover. All right? And so he battles, of course, with this. He announces the two days of the Passover. He's, uh, he's uh, battling, you know, uh, people and all the crazy, uh, those who were against him. Uh, which gets us to the next day, which is a Tuesday. Matthew 26, verses 6 and 7. Now when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment. Uh, and then we have the afternoon of Tuesday. It says, now on the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Uh, and so because they figure the Passover in Hebrew um, thought culture and whatever as the whole eight days, uh, so as you're, you're reading that, and that's where another times people mess up because uh, they hear Passover, um, and, but it's a preparation time. Uh, and uh, so he's, uh, they're having supper at Simon's house. Uh, and uh, now the first day of unleavened bread, that whole feast, the eight days says where we're going to prepare to eat the Passover. And in uh, Jesus, verse, Matthew 26, verse 19 uh, says, and the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready for the Passover. He'd give them instructions. Uh, they went, you know, uh, to get everything they needed to prepare for the Passover meal. Uh, and, uh, and when they celebrated the Passover meal, uh, they did that um, according to Passover rules. Um, that's why we use unleavened uh, bread in the Passover uh, feast. That's why we use it. Because it's a memorial, we use unleavened bread uh, in our, our wafers that we get uh, and stuff for when we do communion. 
Uh, and, uh, and so it gets us then uh, to Wednesday, Nisan the 14th. That's the Passover. Uh, so just after sunset on Nisan the 14th, uh, it says, Now when the even was come, he sat down with the twelve, Matthew 26, verse 20. And then um, what's easier to see on that big graph uh, is um, on Wednesday, the Passover, the 14th, uh, you've got with Hebrew time, it'll say in the third hour of the day or in the sixth hour of the day or in the eighth hour of the day, we have what took place. So at 9 a.m., because it's the third hour of the day, uh, and um, uh, it says uh, we find uh, the uh, crucifixion, Darkness in the land, Jesus yields up uh, the ghost uh, and, uh, and those accounts that you can look at uh, and read. Remember, he had to be in the grave uh, before the sun went down. They couldn't bury him on a Sabbath day, all right? And, uh, and so uh, we know Thursday uh, was a high Sabbath day, so he had to be uh, in the grave uh, at that time. So we have, um, uh, they came to Gethsemane. Um, this is all on that Wednesday um, and uh, the trial, um, whatever was taking place, uh, we have um, Joseph of Arimathea, Mark chapter number 15, uh, and uh, they're making preparations the day before that, uh, and uh, Mary Magdalene, and, uh, they come and uh, see where he was laid, uh, and uh, that is all. So God's Passover, the Jewish preparation day, the Passover was eaten uh, Jesus was crucified between the evenings, the Bible says, uh, and, uh, and uh, the Bible, it's a good Wednesday. Um, it's not good Friday uh, uh, because, uh, again, it's three days and three nights. And somebody, you know, trying to be, uh, look smart, um, you know, when I, I said something, so they said, oh, yeah, and some people think uh, they try to get three days and three nights from Wednesday, and, including Sunday, LOL. And, um, and um, I just, I let people be dumb. Uh, and, uh, and so it's just like, uh, it's in the Bible. Uh, so look at it. So we have uh, then uh, Thursday, Nisan the 15th. Uh, and that Sabbath was a high day. Um, uh, John 19.31 for what that Sabbath day was in high day. Uh, again, Leviticus 23, 6. On the 15th day of the same month, the Feast of Love and Bread, uh, there shall be no servile work. So we have the Passover Sabbath, the Passover, the unleavened bread. Jesus in the tomb uh, by sundown uh, at 6 p.m. That's your tomb deadline. Uh, you see that on your chart. And then we have night one, day one, the whole day of 15th Jewish days, evenings and mornings. Then we have Friday. On Friday uh, is uh, the visit uh, and um, the, the, all this anointing uh, and, and stuff that they're, they're factoring on. Uh, going to be bringing that to the tomb. Then we have the Sabbath day, uh, which is a Saturday Sabbath, the weekly Sabbath on seventh, the 17th. And then we have uh, the conclusion. So 6 p.m. starts um, evening and morning is another day. So here's what I believe. Um, I don't believe that Jesus... Um, rose from the dead while they were opening up the tomb. All right? So once, once the scripture was fulfilled, and everybody's in bed. All right? And, uh, and so it says that, um, you know, the two Marys visit the tomb at sunrise. So they come at sunrise. Uh, but anywhere from 6 p.m., anywhere in that time, um, is when our, our Lord um, rose from the, from the dead. 
Uh, and uh, it's just that the, they got there and in, in they discovered that he was no longer there. It didn't happen, you know, Sunday morning at 6 a.m. in the morning at sunrise, or whatever sunrise that day when they showed up, that that's when it happened. When they got there, what, 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 did, they, what did they see? That the stone was rolled away? Uh, and, uh, and, you know, the angel of the Lord and they said, fear you not. Um, I know you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He's not here. He's risen. Come see the place where the Lord uh, lay. Uh, and, uh, and so um, that could have happened any time during that uh, to, to fit. So we're not counting that time uh, from the smart Alex that say, you know, you can't get three days and three nights from sometime on Wednesday to sometime on Sunday uh, because we've got it calculated uh, and uh, right here. Uh, on uh, our sheet of paper. All right. So having said all of that, um, look at, if you would, to um, what I say, First uh, Peter, real quick. Is everybody with me still? Yeah. All right. And uh, in Second uh, Peter, actually, uh, in verse number 19, Second Peter, uh, chapter number 1, and verse number 19, the Bible says this, We have also a more sure word of prophecy, Whereunto ye do well that you take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day of dawn and the day start rise in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. We know the Word of God's inspired. We know it's our final rule of faith and practice. We talked about that today. Uh, and the Bible's of no private interpretation. So there are ways that we make different applications, but it, there's no, it means what it means, okay? Um, I got a kick the other day. I was reading after somebody, uh, and, uh, and the, he had, um, how, you remember doing sentence diagramming um, when you're in Brother Omley's class? Uh, and, uh, you know, so uh, you're diagramming out, you know, whatever, and we had to do that, and I, I think in Bible college, I diagrammed out, it was a short book. It might have been Philippians, uh, but I didn't want to pick a long one. <laughs> so I picked a short book because we, we had to diagram the whole thing out. And um, so this guy was trying to prove a point, and he's diagramming out uh, the sentences in a text from a, the, you know, the NASB. Well, um, you change the words, you change the meaning. So as much as you're trying to flex by, by diagramming out words that um, are all changed, um, so it just, you lose me at NASB, all right? Uh, and uh, so the Bible is of no private in- interpretation. The words mean what they mean. You can find out. It is, it is not okay for us to interpret the gospel accounts and the, and the Leviticus 23 uh, and say Good Friday and three days and three nights, and for that to be okay. It's a misinterpretation of Scripture. Uh, and, and what it does, it would for me, because you can see all this and you can go to it. And, you know, uh, it, it would be like, let's say if you're in a Catholic church and they say, you know, you got to go to a priest. Uh, and um, is it, you're reading your Bible, like, no, you don't. Um, there's no, the Bible says there's no mediator. Um, um, between God and man, but the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, call no man father while here on earth. <laughs> all right? Uh, and uh, so there's all these verses. I'd be like, it would cast doubt in my mind as to the 
truthfulness, their credibility of the priest or the cardinal or the bishop or whomever, uh, when they say, this is just, you know, trust us, this is what it means. Because, you know, even Martin Luther and everybody else, they get, you know, these Bibles, you read these things on the wall. Uh, the, the Catholics didn't want Christians to have Bibles because they'd open up and find out that what they're being taught wasn't true. And, uh, and so they would do their, you know, their masses and everything in Latin. Uh, and if you, it'd be like me saying, you know what, everybody, put your Bibles away. You can't understand your Bible unless I teach it to you. And, uh, and, if, and if I ever said that, you'd be, you know, the parking lot would empty out uh, with people because we know uh, that we're all supposed to study the Word of God. We're Bereans in that regard, whether these things are true or not. We get in the Bible, and I want you to do that. I don't want you to come to church and just, uh, I want you to trust me, uh, and I want you to have confidence in me that I'm preaching the Word of God. But you need to follow along in your King James Bible uh, and read and study these things out and, and dig deeper and find out more. Uh, and, uh, and I like it when people are paying attention. If somebody comes up and said, you know, you meant Paul, but you said Peter. Um, I don't get embarrassed about that. I'm like, oh, oops, I make mistakes or whatever. But I'm like, to me, I'm like, glad you're listening. Um, and that's important that you follow along, uh, you know, with, with, these, with these scriptures. But we have a more sure word of prophecy. The scriptures are all sufficient. Uh, they contain truth. Uh, there's, there's no private interpretation. Uh, we make different applications, some of them fair, a lot of them not fair. Uh, when we do that, we've got to make sure that our applications are fair to the interpretation. Uh, but, when, but when you read the Bible, I read the Bible, uh, and uh, a Methodist reads the Bible. Uh, he can't say, that's your Baptist interpretation. I'm like, no, that's, this word means this. This word means that. This is a verb. This is a noun. This is a pronoun. Uh, well, uh, this whole these and thou's, it's not very hard. And, uh, and so it's not my Baptist interpretation. It's the interpretation. And, and we have to get it right. So it's important to me, it's not, some silly thing or some soapbox uh, and, you know, whatever. You put the work in, you find it all out. Uh, it's, it's, it's not okay for me to go, oh, you know, whatever. Let's just relax. Um, and, you know, it's okay. Good Friday's okay. I mean, you know, at, we all celebrate his resurrection on Sunday. We're good. Um, yes, uh, I'm thankful for resurrection Sunday. Uh, and all over, all the denominations and stuff, they'll be, they'll be uh, doing what they do in, in, in celebrating uh, the resurrection because it's vital to everything that we believe. But I'm just saying, um, when, you, when you read it and you read it together and you gather information and study whatever, you can, you can know and see uh, and um, three days and three nights and, and we put it on this so that it's easier to see and understand as a reference, um, but I wanted to show you this other one and why, so when I read these and see these on the internet or wherever, um, I look at, I look, first thing I look for is when they say the Passover was. It's the first thing I look for. Uh, and when Passover can't be on Thursday, because um, it doesn't fit, both the, you know, Leviticus, uh, and uh, because we know Passover Thursday Friday would be a what? The first 
holy convocation. The Friday would be a Sabbath day. So you'd have a Sabbath day and a Sabbath day, Saturday Sabbath together, uh, and his graph doesn't reflect that. Of course, because it's not, um, it's not accurate. He does an okay job trying to fit three days and three nights uh, into um, uh, Sunday, uh, but, um, but he is including uh, after sundown uh, as the third night. Um, so he must think somewhere between 12 in the morning and 6 a.m. Uh, was when Jesus rose from the dead. And so it's kind of like he, when he posted this, he said, you know, I know I got brothers that disagree. He said, I'm a Thursday um, um, uh, crucifixion guy, uh, and, um, but, it, you know, but we can all agree that he rose on, the, on, on Sunday morning. And most people go, amen. There's bigger fish to fry, uh, and we all just need to get along, uh, and, uh, and I get that whole sentiment. But there's truth and, and, um, and stuff that you can figure out. We just shouldn't be lazy uh, in, in our Bible study, um, especially as, you know, it's almost like if I, if, if I get up here and I said, you know, I'm preaching a Good Friday, uh, and you've come from a solid, you know, Baptist church or whatever, and you're like, Pastor, we don't believe in Good Friday. Uh, I'm like, chill out. Um, it's, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Um, you, you would, you would, it would cast dispersion upon <laughs> my, um, you know, scriptural, the, the ability to, uh, to understand scripture, all right? And, uh, and some of these people who might criticize, you know, a position like this or whatever, like if, if you post something on social media, like I post stuff, I feel like I shouldn't have to explain it to people. Like I just post it, this is, I'm just posting it. I'm not going to understand it for you. Uh, as well, and it just frustrates me because people want to fight all the time when you put stuff on there. And I've been better about not fighting with people uh, over them. So I just throw a grenade in somewhere and then wa- and just watch the fun. Uh, and uh, so, um, but it's it's lazy um, to just take. And I just don't. There's just not a part of me that wants to go. You know what? Us and the Catholics, we're just we're just so. I've had people say, "You're Baptist, right? Yeah. Well, I'm Lutheran. They're pretty much the same, right?" I'm like, no, they're not. And, um, and, uh, uh, but that's what just more people, you know, people think. You know, they're just, we're just all, there's just these subtle differences. It just doesn't really matter. And that's why they can go to this church and that church and take communion or whatever and, and go, everybody go to, a, you know, uh, uh, some type of an event, promise keepers. It's all just recycled uh, through, the, the, through the time. Uh, we believe in ecclesiastical separation. And, um, and so, uh, I'm Baptist, um, part, obviously, um, a Bapt- I was led to the Lord by a Baptist preacher at a Baptist youth camp, in a Baptist service, the King James Bible, and was, and, and was uh, brought there by a Baptist church. Uh, so I can't get away from the fact that my exposure to the gospel and the influences of my life were Baptists. Um, but there was a time in my life when I went to Bible college where as I'm studying the Bible, that I consciously before God's like, I'm, a, I'm at Baptist Bible College, but I'm a Bible believer. And so the Bible, for me, trumps churches and, and what they teach. I want to be right. I, ask, I beg God, if, if speaking in tongues is, is biblical, I want it. I, I was sitting next to a um, rowboat next to our pond on, on our campus, begging God, crying, God, if, if that charismatic stuff is real, I, I don't have it. I want it. And guess what? 
He didn't get. I, I didn't, he didn't give it to me. Okay, and uh, and so um, I'm Baptist by conviction because I believe the Baptist Church teaches this book um, more straightforward, more literally, more accurately uh, than any other group. And, uh, and so the Bible is our final rule in faith and practice. So I don't care if you've got 15, you know, an MDiv, THD, PhD, uh, alphabet suit behind your name. You've gone to 15 uh, Bible college seminaries uh, in whatever um, and wrote 15 doctoral theses. Uh, is that a word? Is that plural for that? You can tell I didn't do any. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and if you say Good Friday, I, th- I think that you're a lazy Bible scholar. And, and um, you know, and I just, that's just me. You say, you just look down your nose at people. I don't, because uh, I'm usually looking up anyway. Uh, and um, so there's that. Um, but uh, but it's, it's the, the Bible. And so people are like, well, Brother Reno, I just, I don't, I, I disagree. I believe it was Wednesday. I believe it was Friday. I, you know, I believe it was Thursday or whatever. Um, and, uh, and I just like, you know, wonderful, you do you. Um, but as I teach Berean Baptist Church, where God has called me to pastor in the shepherd people, um, I'm going to give you my best Bible scholarship and then put it all out here uh, because I think you deserve that. And I think that that's what we're supposed to study to show ourselves approved unto God. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, it's just, you know, um, when, when we all stand before God, I'm just going to be like, I hope, I hope God says um, at the judgment seat of Christ, um, when do you believe I was crucified? I believe it's 31 AD. And he says, show me your work. I'm going to go. <laughs> in fact, I brought it with me. I, I, mean, I wish I, uh, I could have. It's in my pocket. I could just kind of keep it. I wonder if I could go up in the rapture. Maybe I don't know. And uh, show, me, show me your work. I did the work. And, um, but if somebody goes, oh, it, was, it was a good Friday. He was crucified on Friday. Show me your work. God's going to go. F, you know, um, you just didn't study hard enough. Uh, And, uh, and I wish God would wield the sarcasm like we to go back. What is three plus three, (laughs) you know, uh, and do that. Of course, God, uh, I don't know how it all works out. All I know uh, is um, um, I believe the Bible and I hope you do. And you can use this again. It's not really, you know, make a point or whatever. It's to show, you know what? The Bible has it all. And, um, and it's very hard for us to say we believe the Bible over church tradition. And there's a lot of people who are, used to be Baptists um, who say independent fundamental Baptists are lazy, who, who are having Good Friday services this week. And, um, and, uh, and I'm just like, are, are you having Good Friday? No, I'm not a Catholic. And uh, well, it's just, you know, people, people like that. We should have that for people. No. Well, you're just, you know, whatever. Think all you want. Uh, and, uh, but I'm just not going to stand before God uh, and, and, you know, get demerits <laughs> for, uh, you know, for having services that we shouldn't have because, because we didn't read our Bibles. And, uh, and so, um, and but, but if you have friends and family members, you know, you know they're, you know, going to go to, maybe, maybe you ought to go to Good Friday service with them and print out a hundred of these and stick them on windows in the, uh, in the parking lot uh, when you're done. I don't know. Um, be kind and gracious and loving and <laughs> yeah, get arrested. Uh, and, uh, but um, uh, it's just great, wonderful stuff. I hope it's helped you tonight. Let's all stand. We're out of time. And, uh, and again, if you ever have questions about this stuff, and I hope that the, 
the dates there uh, in the, the Nissan um, when the Passover was, that's helpful. And I won't tell you who made this one up. You might see it on the internet, uh, but um, don't say my pastor said you're a moron or whatever because he's not. He's a great, and I love him, uh, and he's a, a, a great man of God. Uh, it's just um, um, there's no private interpretation. Uh, and.